This and every episode of Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Beeksy Exchange, an upcoming cryptocurrency exchange built in collaboration with One Market Data. Beeksy is bringing legacy finance speed, power, and sophistication to crypto for the first time. With 225,000 transactions per second per pair, comparable to NASDAQ, 15 order types on day one, with 25 order types on full rollout, and a dedicated customer support team, Beeksy is setting itself apart from the competition. Check out Beeksy today at Beeksy.com and pre-register today at Beeksy.com slash registration to get your free Beeksy exchange tokens. That's Beeksy.com, B-E-A-X-Y dot com. Are you a big political guy? Like, do you vote and stuff? <laughs> By that, I mean, do you go to vote? Wow, is that what the, is that, is that what the criteria is? <laughs> I think uh, it's only 50% of you guys, right? <laughs> and that is the open. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu and I am back after a week-long hiatus for your bunch. Uh, I was on a work trip, our national sales meeting, so literally every minute of every day is planned for you, so I could not get away to record wonderful podcasts for you people out there. But I'm back and I'm here with my esteemed colleague and co-host, as usual, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you, buddy? I missed you. I missed you too, my friend, because uh, I got to tell you, I took a, I, while you were away, I had the complete opposite week. I had, uh, I took a week off, staycation, you know, just chill out at home, do some stuff around the house. I did, I want to say 3,000 times more work than I normally do in, in a given week. Uh, <laughs> Dude, we, we had polar opposite weekends then, or weeks then. Holy cow. I like, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, so... One, the time change was totally fucking with me. Um, two, literally, like I said, every minute of every day is planned for you at these things, down to, like, you have 10 minutes to take a piss, and if you're not back in this room, you're fired. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore. Uh, yeah, so um, it's... Uh, and then, so you were just... You were holding down the fort. Uh, some awesome episodes. Who did we have last week? We had Alts Q. We had... Yeah, we had Alts Q with special host guest... Um, or guest host, guest host, I should say, uh, Mr. Glass, Crypto Glass. Uh, he was awesome. I had a little bit of, uh, that was, he was pretty that nervous was before we hopped on. Yeah, that um, was a fun I, one. Yeah. He, uh, he held, he held his own pretty well, I would say. I and thought we, so. I thought he did really great. So shout out Glass for, uh, thanks for filling in while Oh, I was and gone. he came, he came correct too. He brought, uh, the game too. So he, yeah, we did the Game of Thrones game. crypto. That yeah, was that all was his idea. Game. Um, so yeah, he came prepared, way more prepared than me. So I actually yeah, was more contemplating. Than I am today. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you that, just in case you wanted to replace me with somebody that's significantly more prepared. <laughs> and then yeah. we uh, we followed it up with uh, Vinny from Gokstein Magazine, and that was pretty fun. We talked about uh, talked about his magazine. We talked about we uh, went over our top five or the top five rated uh, Maxim covers of all time. 
Oh my, is that, what you, is that what you did? I didn't get that far in the podcast. Oh, oh was, you would have loved it. It was right in your wheelhouse. Wow. We were, Interesting. We were, talking, we were talking about how Maxim was, was a game changer in the sense that, you know, I don't know about you, but in my house at 12 years old, I wasn't allowed to have uh, you know, Playboy in my bedroom. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say porn. Like, no, no like, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, like I, I, I don't know. My mom like, was not no cool shit. if I had a Playboy in my room. Sure, uh, of course. But Max, my mom wouldn't let me watch South Park. I could never have something like that in there. <laughs> we should talk about that at another time because I grew up pretty strict, and Same. there are some shows that I wasn't allowed to watch too. So we should circle back on that because I think that's a fun topic. Uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we uh, we went over. Um, the, 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 you know, the covers and kind of the best of all time. Uh, but yeah, no, it was pretty good. Yeah. But Maxim was the one where, you know, you would get it in your Christmas stocking. You know what I mean? In no, you didn't get, I, I got that. <laughs> no, like, I wasn't allowed to have Maxims either. Really? No. Okay. No, that yeah. was, that one was kind of okay. No, that one was okay. <laughs> it was a game changer. <laughs> no, no. One day I'll tell you about the time that, uh, my mom found out that I was, you know, doing the deed. <laughs> and how that went down and <laughs> how old are we talking uh, i was 16 when yeah. she so she that's, that's concerning oh, for, for a parent i would imagine yes <laughs> i'll tell you that story one time it was just it was, i was actually thinking about forget it i'll just fucking tell it right yeah now. i want to know this i can't wait so we were going I think it was like Easter, mm -hmm. uh, around Easter, and we were going home to, we lived in Chicago at the time, we were going home to OC family in New Jersey, and uh, so I went out after school, you know, did my thing, blah, 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 and then right from when I was coming home, we were supposed to leave and get into, like, we had a car picking us up to go to the airport, all this stuff, and so I run in the door, and my mom grabs my clothes and she, she's like all right take off your school clothes because we had to wear uniforms she was gonna throw them in the wash and then she's like go get changed and, and get in the car I'm like all right so i come back down <laughs> and she is like weeping and angry and just seething and i'm like really? what i'm like what happened and she pulls like a <laughs> she pulls a condom? yeah right exactly um <laughs> she pulls a wrapper out of my school pocket that i i guess did not take out of my pocket and i just i just remember trying to come up with a story about why i had this thing in my pocket and it but she was weeping up. She was like, yeah, everything. Weeping, angry, mad, oh yelling, screaming, see, crying. <laughs> see, my mom's, my mom's French. <clears throat> I don't know if you know this about the French, uh, but they are a passionate people. Uh, and I feel like that, that scenario never came you know, to fruition with me. Um, I was I was able to keep everything uh, under wraps, if you will. Well, you uh, you really blew it when you had two kids. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> she knows now. <laughs> she definitely knows now. Uh, but I I don't know if she would have cried if in the same scenario. I feel oh, she was. Man, she uh, was so angry. Really. Uh, yeah. But you were wearing like you were a condom. Yeah, that's I know. good. Uh, that's right. a benefit. I mean, come on. <laughs> Street smarts. No, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that was not planned. That was not a planned intro. <laughs> I like it though. I like that. But one. Uh, and but thus here we are, just sharing my life with the people. Uh, 
that's non-crypto related. <laughs> Thank you very much. Anyway, um, on top of awesome shows, we did do a giveaway last week. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, we, yeah, we did. Uh, we wanted to uh, get some of our, I honestly think, the best merch in the biz right now. Like if you're, if you're looking for crypto podcast merch, I don't think you're much. You, you can do much better than ours. Uh, so the we want to get the only other p- thing that I've seen that is like so super cool that I definitely want is the Coin Boys headphones. Have you seen those? Yes, those are dope. I think uh, Bit Ninja Supply does them. Yeah, and those are pretty dope. So I shout agree. out Coin Boys for those sweet merch, and we're not Raptor Jesus. <laughs> So, I mean, you're going to have to get over that, but, <laughs> but we love you anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we, 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 we got two winners. We got a listener and a past guest. Um, so the, obviously the, the, the listener had to tag a past guest. So uh, the winner is at Max Golden. Um, we've contacted them already. So uh, they got stuff on the way. You know what he chose, by the way? He chose the white uh, m- mouth wrecked. So mm. it's just like the mouth that has the The wrecked, tab. Yeah. <laughs> the Possible tab. ecstasy pill. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, that's, I mean, that's definitely what it is, right? Rectasy. <laughs> Rect- <laughs> it's yeah, it's exactly. rectasy. <laughs> um, and then uh, not so fast was uh, the past guest he chose. So we contacted him. And you know what he selected for his piece of, of merch? Oh, let me guess. A chamber shirt? A chamber shirt. <laughs> totally unsolicited. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't see how it could be. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows what you're doing the behind the scenes this week? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You, Your skulls look the same. Yes, so. we have very, very similar looks. Uh, <laughs> so that shout out funny. to uh, at Max underscore Golden and obviously Mr. Not So Fast. Um but yeah, so they're already shipped and on their way, so you guys should see them soon. That's awesome. And uh, shout out to runner-up Lisa Edwards. Oh, yeah, real talk. Pretty good uh, engagement on that post as well. So, and that was a fun guest. I, we still haven't checked back with her to see if we're in her movie. I didn't get any uh, contracts, uh, yeah, any per I diems. Uh, I, my... I sent her my rider, though. Did like, you? What's in your rider? <laughs> uh I don't even know what would know. be. What would be, what would be in your rider? Um, it'd be weed. It'd be something. To do with weed. <laughs> it'd be lots of it. Lots of it. yeah. Just like good. Uh, it would. Oh, speaking of weed, by the way, I must uh, shout out. And this might be a, a potentially uh, problematic parent uh, move that I made uh, over my holiday. Uh, <laughs> so I, my wife and my oldest daughter, we went into the city. Um, my daughter hadn't seen, like, you know, Toronto's... When you I, say the city, you mean Toronto? Toronto, yeah. I'm in Canada. We only have one city, so yeah, we call the it the city. city. Well, yeah. In, New, <laughs> in in the U.S., the city is New York City. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I think Toronto and New York are comparable. Obviously not in size, but in style. Um, but uh, so she had never been into the city. Took her in. We saw the CN Tower, all that fun stuff. Uh, walked around. Uh, but on our way back out of town, uh, I have this app, and shout out to this app. I don't know if they have a Twitter account. We're going to tag them anyways. But Weed Maps, I was asking you before if you ever heard of this. <laughs> no. Holy it's shit. Like this is still a- illegal here, so, you know. Okay, I'm going to tell you exactly what happens part. with Weed Maps, okay? Yeah. So it is a very sophisticated app. Uh, I had a coworker tell me about this, and I wasn't, because, you know, I travel a lot like yourself, 
and I never know where to go. Like it's legal in Canada, but sometimes it's still difficult to find the places. Mm-hmm. Um, so this map literally just syncs to where you are and blows up a map and shows you, gives you star ratings for all the dispensaries around you, um, tells you what they have. It's terrific. So I ended up checking out a dispensary. I'm like, oh, I'm in Toronto. They got great dispensaries here. What was on the kids menu? Um, speaking of, <laughs> I got candy. I only got candy um, because it is still illegal in Canada or at least in Ontario. I can't speak for all Canada to have edibles at your store. So you could have oh. a store, but you can only sell, you know, joints and flowers and all that fun stuff. Oh, interesting. But you can't sell edibles yet. That'll, that's coming later this year. The ones that where it is legal here, you can do that. Right. We'll, we'll be getting it in a few more months, but there are a lot of shops that sell it illegally. So I knew there was a ton in Toronto. So I... As I'm leaving town, pull off to the side of the road, leave my wife and daughter in the car, and run into an illegal dispensary uh, to pick up this uh, chocolate an illegal bar. Illegal dispensary? Technically, because they're selling oh, because edibles. <laughs> um, uh. And I got this chocolate bar. It's called a Shatter Bar, and it's mm. cookies and cream, and it has like the highest amount of THC I think you can put in an edible, which oh, is like geez. 500 milligrams. Oh my of, god! It is. Uh, it ruined one of my holiday days. Like, I t- I, I'm, I, so it says right on the package, I think it has 24 pieces in this thing. And it says, try one at a time. Like try, you know, I mean, it's literally states, don't right. take multiple pieces. And these little, they're like three quarters of an inch. Like they're not very big at all. Right. Um, so you fell into the classic edible trap. <laughs> I, so I took one. I was like, "This is good." So you, the, next- the consummate professional, I fell into the uh, the <laughs> classic trap. So I did take one the first time, and it was good. It was good. And the next day was kind of the middle of the afternoon, and I took no. It was, sorry, it was it was late morning, and by early afternoon, it hit me, and it ruined my entire day. I had to take a <laughs> nap. I couldn't do anything around the house. Super anxiety, very paranoid, which never happens to me. Uh, so, yeah, if you do see those 500 milligram shatter bars out there, uh, take take it from chamber. It's, it's one piece at a time. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, speaking of, uh, speaking of why uh, we may not be the most reputable PC podcast out there, uh, want to talk about consensus? Yeah, we do. We got to talk about this because I'm a little upset, to be perfectly honest, with consensus. So two two weeks ago, I guess this was, yeah, yeah, our last two weeks solo ago. show, yes, our last solo ample show. time which, by the for way, response is what. We're which, saying. by the way, was an all timer. It was a good one. That's it our, was the number one. I checked. It was the number one uh, downloaded episode for us in uh, April. Wow! Look at us, Laramar Jewelry, baby. <laughs> get, it was a good episode. Stop and so get we bring you Laramar. another one. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, so. On that show, we applied to the consensus podcast stage, and we did not get a response. Like, it's a uh, sad. Are you upset? I'm upset. I'm like, I, I feel. You know, I don't know if I'm upset about it as much as it is like because we both said we're not, we weren't gonna go. Do you think like, consensus? I know. I like, I couldn't. I wasn't even available right. to go. I can't so, like. Do it. In the grand scheme of things, I'm not super upset about it. However, um, it's nice to be invited. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was even this was even like, hey, invite yourself. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> <But> exactly. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even get her name on the Exactly. Um, but anyway, we did, however, get invited to the VIP launch party of Beeksy Exchange next Monday night. At I got that invite. Yeah, so I got that too. Unfortunately, I will be unable to attend. Mine however. wasn't a plus one, so uh, I can't go. Um, I, I only I'm, do plus ones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you could have my invite. Oh, well, okay, maybe we do so. that. <laughs> You're going to cross international lines to go? Yeah, maybe. To the city. To the, to, to the other city. That's, the, I, don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know, exactly. American city, I guess. So do you have any final rants on Consensus 2019 that we didn't get invited? No, I'm going to throw shade on them uh, until we get invited properly uh, with gold leaf, you know, paper. Uh <laughs> <laughs> scrolled direct podcast <laughs> yeah exactly you, you are cordially invited to the podcast stage of consensus 2020 i want plus to, one I, plus one that's, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. yeah that's that's exactly what i'm looking for all right let's get right into some news <laughs> so, chamber you gonna start us out here i sure do um, this is from CCN.com. Your only source for <laughs> only information. <laughs> um, this headline took me right away. Uh, 11,500 Bitcoin price will absolutely become a reality in 2019. Well, that's clickbaity if I... I was baited <laughs> into the click. That <laughs> yeah, that's totally you. Uh, I'm like, oh, all right, I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on to say, in mid-December 2017, the Bitcoin price traded at around $19,000. And bullish sentiment was so strong, the 11.5 mark seemed to be a distant memory. Uh, over a year and a half ago, a vicious crypto market declined later. Uh, Bitcoin uh, climbing as high as 11.5 before the end of 2019 remains unthinkable even to many bulls. Um, but uh, such is the beauty of this madness of trading those who uh, possess the experience and the skill can leverage the psychology of the masses to supercharge a net worth, uh, which I think is a little flowery of a message, to be perfectly honest. But uh, so it goes, it, it's basically saying um, when the, uh, one, uh, the market went through a five-month accumulation between December 2018 and April 2019, um, and they're calling basically the bottom at, at four, like we're never going to go b- below 4,800 again. Well, the um, funny the funny thing is about that is uh, you made that prediction. You said four thousand, and then the next day it was under four thousand. Yeah, but for since a, but since that time, it really was only like for three uh, days after that. Right, and it was a quick. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you a little. You know, Whoa. it's hilarious because you were technically wrong. I but mean, if you <laughs> say it enough times. <laughs> Uh, so they're thinking, uh, based on this on this uh, TA uh, that we've that we're creating a rounded bottom, and we could see an eleven five uh, price by the end of twenty nineteen. You buy I don't, it? I don't know about that. You buy it? I I mean, I you know me, I'm permeable. Eleven mm-hmm. uh, five seems a little a little much. I will be so happy. What's yours prediction? Like what? if, I, I mean, if we get if we get into the sevens at any point, I think that's good. This year. I think I would say the same. 
Like even I if it I don't went see in it happening, but like what, what, I, I yeah, what do you thinking, think? I don't know. I don't. I'm not really. I'm gonna be the idiot that waits too long and <laughs> and doesn't push all in until it's too late. But I, I mean, I'm obviously still holding my Bitcoin that I have, but right. I haven't bought more yet. I bought some last time I bought it was in like the three thousands, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think. I think it's going to be a while till we like really break and hold 6k or you're going to see like a quick break of it and then, you know, uh, back down or whatever. But I don't think we're going to stay above there. Just think about how long it was we were below. We, that was like our support. So eventually, you know, on this side, that's the resistance. So um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough to break that, but we'll see. I think, I think. Uh, what I do when I look at the charts is I look at what's happened. So I look at all the red candles and I look at some of the sizes of them. You know what I mean? And and the frequency yeah. of them. And I'm like, well, if it's doing it that way, it can do it in green as well. Oh, you sure. know what I mean? Think about think, it. I think it like if you look at when it broke 6,000 last time on the way up. Yep. Like it was at 12. Or I mean, it was like at 20,000 in like two months after that. Right. So I mean, that's some high green value. <laughs> I mean, you, you know? get you get enough positive news and a positive momentum. Like you know, we we kind of brush off the institutional money stuff sometimes, but like realistically, I mean, if that starts to get going, you know, who knows what could happen? Quick, you know. Right. Yep. So we'll see. But it leads me to the next piece of news here, and that Bitcoin price. <laughs> will reach a million by 2020 or you're an idiot and that's for john <laughs> mcafee <laughs> uh, yeah yeah he's just doubling down and doubling down and doubling down how awesome would be would it be if he was right you know what i mean like for him like how how good would you feel if you made read, that call read his tweets <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read what i got here yeah so, that's what i mean read the tweet <laughs> 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 so this is uh, uh, I'll read the I'll read the the, the preamble before. Uh, that's what John McAfee believes each Bitcoin will be worth by the end of next year. And McAfee better be right because if Bitcoin price isn't all, uh, at all that level in the next twenty months, uh, he will have his dick or he will eat his dick on national television. <laughs> uh, so July twenty seventeen, uh, he says I'm here. So. so uh, this is uh, at Magura says, so one BTC 500K within three years. And then that's where he makes his uh, infamous statement. Um, and then this one here is from May 3rd, 2019. Uh, there is resistance to my Bitcoin price prediction. It is because people are applying the paradigm of the traditional stock market formulas to the crypto market. Only an idiot could miss the fact that crypto market is a brand new paradigm onto itself. Are we all that stupid? And that's from Cuba. I love how he doesn't like he just doesn't say the math that he uses. He's just like, do the math. Do this like, new math. Do the math. <laughs> what like math? He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's what a new math? paradigm math. Uh, so it would be almost impossible to explain to you uh, because, you know, we're all idiots, I guess. So, I don't know. A million, I mean, I'm, I'm a little skittish on 11.5. Uh, a million by 2020. 
I don't know. I mean, crazier things could happen, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Boy, that would be I okay so. though. If Bitcoin went to a million, I'd be I'd be okay with it. As, as I would a, I would definitely be okay with it. I think it's be fucking awesome. I, I would, stop, <laughs> I would I almost would be a millionaire. Doing, yeah. I would. <laughs> I'd be point one percent. I would. Be, I would be point one BTC worth yeah. of a million. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll get a new fishing boat. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I would definitely probably stop doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or only do the podcast. No, I would probably Seven only do the podcast. Yeah, you just. It would just be me just swinging my dick around the, <laughs> seven days a week on the show. Um, <laughs> To all the newcomers who are buying $1 million BTC. (laughs) No kidding, eh? Um, Anyway, so this does lead us into kind of our next story, which is, all right, McAfee, we'll see if we're going to reach 11,000 first uh, and then a million shortly after. How are we going to do so? Um, Well, $7 trillion asset giant Fidelity is to launch their crypto trading within weeks. So... Wall Street has arrived in the cryptocurrency arena. Fidelity Investments, one of the biggest asset managers on the planet, will launch their crypto trading service within weeks, according to a Bloomberg report. So they said their trading product is aimed at institutional traders and will focus on uh, Bitcoin initially. And uh, this is a quote from Arlene Roberts, the Fidelity spokesperson. She says, we currently have a select set of clients we're supporting on our platform. We'll continue to roll out our services over the coming weeks and months based on our clients' needs, jurisdictions, and other factors. Currently, our service offering is focused on Bitcoin. So um, they said they were they first announced this in October of 2018 um, that they were planning on rolling an over-the-counter trading platform. Um, and then they said after that in January that it was in the final testing phase. Um, so now... It's saying that it's live for at least five major clients. Um, it says they're also really? now committed to safe Bitcoin storage. Um, so they have a cryptocurrency custody solution uh, that is now live for these five major clients. And they're launching a spinoff or they've launched a spinoff company, Fidelity Digital Assets, to hand their, handle all aspects of their crypto offering. Um, so they tweeted the other day at their fidelity digital assets is just at digital assets which i can't believe that have, was fucking available <laughs> like, I mean, who the hell did they pay to get that handle <laughs> like are you kidding me um so it, they tweeted this uh infographic the other day um and it says here's what institutional investors find appealing about digital assets so 40 percent uh, 47% of institutional um, investors think that it's an innovative tech play. 46% think it's an uncorrelated asset to other assets. Uh, 27% see high potential upside. And 25% like it because it enables decentralization. So um, their tweet underneath this was institutional investments likely to increase over the next five years. So um, that's pretty interesting. Um, the, and then the, uh, the report also revealed that 20% of the institutional investors that it surveyed were already exposed to digital assets. So... Um, and that was of about 450 institutions, everything from family offices to registered investment advisors and hedge funds. So that's pretty interesting. 
That is interesting. What do you, think? you know what I noticed too is uh, I think we reported on all three. You'd mentioned October, January, and then obviously today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we did. Re- I think we did news uh, reports on all three of those. Uh, That's because we're know, fucking his- journalists. I, I don't want to. I didn't want to say it, but since you brought it up, a hundred percent, we should be accredited journalists. Yeah. We uh, are. So I think we find the right news here, people. Uh, we bring you the goods, um, and fidelity is going to change the world, our world yeah. at least. We have McAfee to tell us what kind of, uh, you know, bourbon he's going to pair with his wang, <laughs> oh. and we also bring you the hits with fidelity. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this last news story here. Also from uh, CCN.com. Um, <laughs> I don't know how credible of a headline, I know. <laughs> headline this is, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Only an idiot would use Facebook's shady cryptocurrency. So this is clearly fact and not opinion We've been called idiot twice today by the news articles. I know. <laughs> the news articles that we've read are just calling us. Yeah, McAfee called us idiots. These yeah. guys are calling us an idiot, idiots. But um so I don't know too much about this. So basically, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Mark Zuckerberg's war machine, wow, this is really nuanced, <laughs> is looking to looking for $1 billion to fund their secretive stablecoin project, Project Libra, and is talking with heavyweights like Visa and MasterCard to get the cash. So uh, the company started Project Libra, Libra over a year ago as a simple way to transfer money between WhatsApp users, but in true Facebook fashion, it's grown beyond that original scope. Um, the project has expanded to include e-commerce payments on Facebook and other websites, as well as rewards for viewing ads, shopping online, and interacting with content. So that's interesting because, you know, we already see projects that are out there that are focused on one of these particular aspects. So like I think viewing ads, I see, um, I think of Brave, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or shopping online. We've been talking with uh, our friends over at Lolly, like that, that's earning Bitcoin for shopping online Um, and interacting with content. Same way you've seen, we've seen a bunch of projects based on that. So, It'll be interesting to see if Facebook can kind of come in and bring this aspect to all of their users and what effect that might have on some projects that are already um, out there. You know what I mean? They have, you know, almost 20 million or sorry, 20 billion or sorry, 1.6 billion daily active users, Hmm. which is crazy. (laughs) Facebook has 2.38 billion monthly active users. Um, So Project Libra would almost uh, immediately compete with, you know, like Apple Pay and PayPal and whatever. Um, But, you know, why should we, why would we use it, you know? Um, yeah, Facebook, I, I, Facebook is losing trust left and right. Um, you know, they they had the analytic or the Cambridge Analytica scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've been selling your data. So when you think about why you use crypto, it doesn't scream. I also Facebook. feel they're they're you you were mentioned their daily active users. Did it say if it was going? Did they say they they were claiming they're going up or no? Yeah, I think so. Jeez, I can't see it. I feel like Facebook's on the way out. You know what I mean? Don't don't yeah, you get that feeling? Uh, totally, I agree. Um, I think just 
I, personally, I don't use Facebook like I used to, and no, it's not, not at all. It's not even totally because of all these other things. I just don't. I would use say it. mine has nothing to do with that. Like I could care, right. not that I could care less, but you know what I mean, right? So if, yeah, if Twitter came out with the same things, like, I don't think I would not stop using Twitter. Like, like you know, every six months or so, there's like a campaign to like get off Twitter. Right. I'm never getting off Twitter unless there's something better. And Me either. Yeah. Nothing better yet. So, you know, some of the other reasons this says not that you shouldn't be using a crypto by Facebook is they don't handle passwords well. So obviously their data breaches, they use plain text passwords so that if you're going to be storing anything there, no thanks. Um, Censorship. So Facebook is known to, you know, ban accounts and censor content and things like that. Obviously, Bitcoin and crypto is a censorship resistant type of thing. Um, And that basically this is saying, hey, we nobody should fucking use this thing. However, the the reason that might not matter at all is because it's going to be able to bring crypto to 2.38 billion monthly active users that most of which have no idea what the fuck crypto is now when we say crypto is it only going to be the libra coin that they'll be have access to (laughs) likely i would think but still it's going to bring people so that's my that's kind of my point right is it's going to introduce people to crypto via libra and it's going to introduce people to crypto how Facebook wants what I don't understand so and not how it should be you know what I mean what I don't understand is it, it I would have to imagine it would make way more sense if you want to compete with you know the PayPal's and and these types of things wouldn't you want to like implement more like cutting-edge stuff like yeah it's kind of cutting-edge because it's you know quote-unquote a cryptocurrency but like wouldn't it make more sense to integrate Bitcoin and you know these things that are chamber 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 yes right. but if, if they but if they integrate bitcoin they don't make any money off of it That's i get the whole it thing but is a money play right i feel it's, like they can make money other places like you know what i mean if all of a sudden you could trade big not trade bitcoin but like interact with bitcoin or uh you know ethereum or litecoin or whatever ravencoin uh <laughs> um <laughs> Wouldn't that like do some serious, uh, you know, image repairing for them? Like it just seems. Yeah, like but I don't think they're. That's what they're not. They're not. They're they not. They're not looking it. to fix the image. Fix the image. I no, feel like I they're don't. in need. Uh, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of uh, the mid '90s when General Motors uh, introduced OnStar. Do you remember mm-hmm. OnStar? Yeah, there. I I rented a car for work and it has OnStar in it. Like it so. still has, like OnStar is still a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's Who's still a thing. Who's fucking using Listen, to this, this yeah. makes no sense. OnStar was General Motors' attempt to um, get ahead of the cell phone or the car phone, right? It was right. that ability to contact somebody if you were in in distress. Yep. But they were, we were three years away from, or maybe three to five years away from having cell phones in like every car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and it made it obsolete. And I feel like that's what f- this is for Facebook. It's like Facebook's on its w- kind of on its way out, just like General Motors isn't the behemoth it used to be, right? Right. Uh, like it couldn't see down the line, and all of a sudden all these other competitors were, you know, kicking their asses. Uh, so I think I, it's just, there's, there's a resemblance there to me. This is OnStar for crypto. 
Yeah. I, but the reason, obviously, they want their own coin is they want to control it. Obviously. They're not interested yeah. in they're not interested in decentralization. If that was the case, I mean, <laughs> nothing about Facebook is decentralized. So no, why no, would they isn't. do something like that? You know what I mean? It just wouldn't be. It's not on brand. Yeah, it wouldn't behoove them to do so. But <laughs> anyway, that's our news segment. So we are going to roll right into some fun Would You Rather. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. Chamber, you got one for me? We'll go I, back and forth. Yeah, I got one for you. Mm-hmm. I thought that I, th- I thought of you when I saw this one. So I had to read it a couple of times just to make sure I understood the question properly. Just uh, to make sure you could read? Obviously, A, to <laughs> confirm my <laughs> ability to read. Uh, and I, I want to make sure I got the rules of this question properly. So would you rather have unlimited sushi for life? Oh, I almost picked that one. <laughs> this is a good one. Eh? Uh, or unlimited tacos for life. Both are amazingly delicious and can be any type of sushi and or taco you want. Wow. <laughs> and okay. again, I, I have so I have questions about I this. I figured you would. Mainly, I have questions about this. Mainly, what was so confusing to you about it the first time you read it? I wasn't sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a pretty straightforward question. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you could only eat those. Okay, I it doesn't it. sound like it. No, it it's doesn't. After you read it three times, have, it doesn't sound like it. It just sounds like, <laughs> would you rather have X or Y in an unlimited capacity? Right. So See, it I, doesn't I, even say that. It doesn't even say that I couldn't eat the other thing. No, exactly. You could still I eat just, sushi. Exactly. Right. I just couldn't have unlimited. Exactly. Uh, so, so here's what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick unlimited sushi. Strictly, well, I, one, I love sushi, but two, just from a cost perspective, the the payoff financially oh, is close. there. The ROI is there on oh, unlimited ROI's sushi. to the roof. <laughs> you know, I could go to Taco Bell and, you know, get me some, you know, dollar tacos. But I can't, you don't eat dollar sushi. sides of the spectrum, really. <laughs> right, exactly. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go with unlimited sushi. What was your answer? Well, you know what? I was going to say unlimited tacos because I love tacos. Did I just swip it, fl- flip it on you? I tell you, you came close. <laughs> but I love tacos so much. And there used to be a So you're going to ta- take the financially bad decision here? Who are you talking to? Of course I'm going to take the financial... Will you still eat sushi? 100%. I love sushi. Uh, but I will happily pay for it just to have unlimited tacos. Um, ah, and, and specifically, there was a... bad a, play. There was a taco truck uh, just up the road from me uh, a couple of years ago, a couple of summers ago. I thought it was going to be there forever. 25 cent tacos? No, it was no. This was like gourmet tacos. They were like the, the, the best. Oh, taco. so like a dollar fifty. Dollar thirty two. But man, there were some of the best tacos I've ever had, and I've been. I haven't had a taco that good since. Uh, it's very upsetting. And that's but this the, doesn't uh, mean you get that taco. Oh, no, no, that's no, that's that would be my stipulation to the taco. Is I get no. that taco. <laughs> All All right, I got, <laughs> I got one for you here. All right. Would you rather live for the rest of your life without internet or without air conditioning? 
I am very sorry to interrupt this wrecked podcast with a somber announcement. From here, we had some major technical difficulties resulting in the loss of the last 15 minutes of the episode. Instead of recreate the genius, there's pretty much nothing we can do. Um, Chamber apologizes as well. I think it was my fault and the Hilton Garden Inn internet in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I will be writing a strongly worded letter to the Hilton family, uh, attention Paris, and we will um, be handling that next time. But thank you for listening. We are sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, We will make it up to you next time. And until then, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice and heating.